Lunchtime Live on News Talk. Thanks to Video Doc. See a GP online anytime for prescriptions and sick notes. Download the Video Doc app. Videodoc.ie. This is Kira, and this is a Lunchtime Live podcast from News Talk. If you like what you hear, don't forget that you can subscribe via the app or on iTunes and make sure to check us out at newstalk.com forward slash lunchtime live. Thanks for listening. It is that time on a Thursday afternoon when we talk personal finance and Paul Merriman of AskPaul.ie has joined me now to talk about what sounds horrific in fairness, death and taxes. Apparently nothing more certain in life. Uh, how are you, Paul? I am great. Thank you very much. This is a very interesting subject. It is a great. So I think it's a great subject. I think it's one that uh, hoping that people listening today will uh, maybe spark a conversation with different family members. Uh, so there's two things in life that are certain death and taxes, which we all know. Uh, we can't avoid them. Uh, the worst type of tax out there for me and for most of my clients would be inheritance tax or tax that's paid uh, when mum or dad or auntie or uncle or somebody pass away and revenue come people and they grudge take. it don't they for two reasons one is someone's died and you don't want to give away their yeah, assets yeah. and two is anything your parents have accumulated they probably pay tax on themselves exactly. already exactly they've, accumulated, they've accumulated after, from after tax income which is horrendous uh, when the revenue come looking for it uh, and it's something that not many people know about there are a couple of thresholds I'm going to run through them quickly on air so the first one is if it's a group A which is parents to children children back to parents it's going to be 320,000 group B is uh, 32,500 that means you have an exemption so for argument's sake if your auntie uh, was in group B and she left you 100,000 you'd have an exemption of 32,500 before you have to pay tax at 33% it's a kicker and then group C is really everybody else so strangers it's 16,250 of a threshold here now, what's very interesting, we look at the figures from last year and what revenue uh, took in from CAT, so capital acquisition tax. Group B was the biggest earner so for revenue. So the aunties and uncles and nieces, they were the biggest earners. There's 226 million was brought in uh, in that group, where the first group, parents down the children, was only 141 million but still a massive amount of money that revenue are going to collect and they're going to collect more this year because property prices are obviously increasing and property is probably going to be the biggest asset people have uh, so yeah it's it's a kicker uh, we hate it and luckily enough there's ways to you can plan and protect that you don't have to pay too much inheritance tax Okay so there's ways to do, right? yeah. people do say where there's a will not just there's a way where there's a will there's an <laughs> there's heir a, There's a family um, member <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and someone has just people are texting stuff in for you Paul someone says can I ask Paul a question at what stage and you may not be able to answer this because I don't I have no idea yeah. do squatters rights kick in our dad died in 2013 one family member stayed on in the family home the rest of us would like to sell it but can we do that while they're still there the will had split all the remaining all the estate equally between all the children yeah well if the, the will is split equally between all the children there's definitely a, a, an argument to be had that they need to be either bought out or the house is sold on uh, in relation to squatter rights squatter rights are now are 12 years so you have to, you have uh, possession of the property whatever 12 years but that's a different situation where the asset's being passed down so I'd recommend legal advice on that one because that's definitely going to get messy by the sound of things yeah and it is messy and often in families some and we know nothing about this text or yeah. neither where they're from nor their name or anything but sometimes there is sometimes a vulnerable child like who who maybe has special needs yeah, or never married or, is, or yeah, will stay yeah. in the home and it won't be divided till after their yeah, passing and that, that's, that, that can be hard on siblings that might be strapped for cash though it is and again that's another discussion that people need to be having listening to the show today and you have got a family member special needs or somebody that needs to be uh, intellectual care after mum and dad pass away uh, and that can be done through trust as well so again really encourage people to have the chat here uh, in relation to the, the, the squatter rights against 12 years but you want to get legal advice on that one in relation to if, if it's to be sold 
and, and split between the, the, the this, family this members that's fine maybe too specific for you Paul I've really no idea but this is what's coming on mm-hmm. the text on someone says um, Hi Paul in relation to inheritance tax if a farmer leaves his farm to a son or a daughter can the lower tax rate for transferring farmland be used even if the son or daughter has no herd number to show yeah. that it's been used as a farm. Okay, so for farm, there's a thing called agricultural relief, which brings down the value of the assets being passed by 90% care. There's a couple of rules. One of the farmer's test. So again, if the, if, the, if the estate was a million, it comes down to 100,000. So it's a 90% reduction. But there's a couple of things that the Janie person... That's quite the... Disc- <laughs> for all the non-farmers out there, like yeah, myself, yeah. you're kind of going, hang on, you can pass a million euro farm, but for tax purposes, it's yeah, worth it's 100 a, it's grand. It's right down to... Yeah, it's a 90% mm. right. Now, there must be a couple of conditions. And one of those conditions are what's called a farmer's test uh, so it's farmer test is where the person uh, receiving the estate must be uh, either qualified or is going to work 50% of time now what that uh, that texture might be able to do is you also have the option to lease out the land to another farmer and still get that write down and you have to do that for a period of six years so that might be an option even if they, they, they don't have the herd they might have a local farmer that would have the herd and they could uh, lease the land off them and that's a way around that there's always a way the biggest way around Harris tax is to ensure it. You can actually take out what's called a Section 72 life assurance policy. So let's take a situation where the, the estate's 500 grand, there's one child and it's going to be 320, there's about 180 grand left and that's going to be a 33% tax. So they're going to so owe 60 grand to the tax. around 60 grand. What mum and dad can actually do is take out a Section 72 whole life policy or the auntie or the uncle or whoever's going to be leaving the estate. And what happens is on debt, the life assurance plan for 60 grand gets paid to revenue care. So it's great. And then the whole estate goes to who it's supposed to go and revenue still get their cut but the life assurance plan pays revenue rather than a coming out of the estate uh, so again I'd recommend everybody that thinks they may have a liability and even young people starting off in today's world that are getting uh, maybe having kids and starting their family in the first house I'd always take out a section 72 whole life policy you don't have to have the liability now but Paul, it's in the future is there advantages you know what people sometimes do they an older couple or, or remaining parent or whatever sometimes they trade down the family home to yes. a, to a, a, a smaller place mm-hmm. and then with the cash that they've realised from the trading down are, is there advantages to giving gifts pre-death? There is, yeah. So the, do, do, the, the, know, the small gifts exemption is three grants. You can give three, if you have four kids, you give three grand to each of them uh, over a period of as many years you want to try and eat to the cash. The problem we find is with that... Is it three grand annually? It's three grand annually. The problem we find with that is that uh, another problem most people that are I suppose maybe over 70 years of age and they have bundles of cash now at this stage together and they're like they don't want to part with it and give them the three grand to maybe the grandkids and the kids uh, because they want to hold on in case anything goes wrong health wise and they need to but go into the nursing home but it is could, a good way to it, do it, it, it I, could I do happen think though as a, a, you know, a family in, in, in Dublin could live in a house that wouldn't be a mansion but yeah. because it's on the south side exactly, in, in, you know, yeah. in an old suburb mm-hmm. like Cabinteely or something you yeah. could have a house that was worth nearly a million euros yeah. and if they traded down to live maybe in, in, in Arklow near, near yeah. their sister in an apartment or something yeah. you could have 800 grand sitting there you and you might need have, that yeah, for a rainy yeah, day yeah. is there advantages to gifting that 100% or, the more you gift the better uh, before you die because it doesn't take into the, the, the 3000 gift doesn't eat into the threshold you see uh, so you can gift all that money away if you want over as many years as it will take. So you can give it to grandchildren, you can give it to strangers, you can give it to your own kids. But you don't, you can't give them a lump sum of a hundred grand or whatever. No, you can't. That comes back. Well, you can't. Sorry, you can gift. You can gift while you're alive. You can gift up that three hundred and twenty marks. That three hundred and twenty for parents. That threshold refers to it's dead or alive. It's dead or alive. So if you've Sounds got like mum or dad and they're alive now and they want to look at you now, they can gift that over to you. Uh, so it makes sense. But uh, the one thing I will say in this way is that if you are part of a one-member family, especially if you mentioned living in 
Dublin, if you've only got one child, you really, really, really need to have a chat with somebody about how to protect the estate because that gift of 300, that threshold of 320 be eaten up by the property before anything else goes into consideration. Yeah, because your house could be, and it mightn't even be nowadays a yeah. very fancy house, but it could be and a modern and moderate enough house. Someone says if a farm is left to a child, can the other siblings go to course to request their share? You're entitled to leave your farm to whoever you want, oh, are you? Oh, you can, yeah, yeah. Even you if you're can. excluding yeah, other kids. Oh, yeah, of course you can, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that, listener. Someone else says, Kira, I have a question re exemptions. I'm married to my husband for 12 years. I have an adult daughter from a previous relationship and a son with my husband. How does exemptions work for my daughter depending on who dies yeah, first? True marriage, there's no difference. So a stepchild is t- taken into the 320,000 tre- uh, threshold. So, but are they, is this wife saying that she's concerned that if she dies, yeah. that everything goes to the husband, but yeah. the husband only might favour the son? Yeah, that can happen. So what you have to do is look after the stepchild, I suppose your own child in that relationship uh, in your own will. Uh, so on your death that the assets pass dead if you're going to be completely uh, if you're going to be worried so, that's so the best way to do that so if you're worried there instead of saying I'm leaving everything to my husband and then yeah. it's up to him where he puts it you say I'm leaving everything X amount to my daughter uh, or in this case half daughter, to my daughter half to my husband, husband and then he yeah, can leave it all exactly to the son exactly again that will, so and then could, he can do it on his yeah, that's, could, that's quite common be a bit, it must mean you're a bit scared that your husband is going to cut out your daughter. Yeah, but again, I suppose it depends on what age they are. So again, when we sit down with clients, you're clients from all different types, all ages and backgrounds. So you'll find that some clients, the younger they are, if anything happens now, there could be another 30 year gap. If the kids are really young, that's yeah. going to be a concern or somebody else is going to come into the relationship. Loads of different things come into play there. Look, you know? thank you for that. <laughs> Last text is coming through. He goes, hi, Karen Paul. I got an email from a lad who says he's my uncle in Nigeria. He has a <laughs> 10 million euros for me. Well, I have to pay inheritance to tax on that and that's from Tommy and Kenny. Tommy I wouldn't be worrying too much about Tommy, tax. Tommy invest the 10 million for you <laughs> when you get it. <laughs> and maybe lastly lastly uh, someone says Kieran all this talk of Tinder in Limerick we're a brand new boutique property called the Bedford Townhouse in Limerick and we would love to offer special offers for your listeners if that's of interest. Anyone wants to go to Limerick and hook up on the Tinder let us know because we can get you something quite special there. 